Welcome to Mostly Rational. I'm Tawny Sanchez. And I'm Asia Sanchez. And today we have special guest Brandon McKinney, a hardcore Star Wars nerd, a real Star Warrior. Say hello, Brandon. <laughs> hello. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me on. I am very excited to be on with you guys. Long time listener. We're excited to have you. We're excited to have someone who can answer some of these questions exactly. that we cannot. <laughs> um, this is our third annual special Star Wars themed May the 4th episode of Mostly Rational. Yeah, for some reason. <laughs> you guys <laughs> sent in a whole bunch of questions and we're going to try our best to get to them all. Um, and before we get started, I would like to personally thank all of you for sending in your questions with no spoiler alerts, spoiler alerts because you all assumed that I watched the last movie more than two days before recording this podcast so that was cool and very smart of me what was very smart is when you asked me to send you all the questions a few hours before you were <laughs> intending to watch the movie and then got mad that there were spoilers in the questions <laughs> yes well i was more i was mad at myself for not thinking that through um it was also very rude of disney to not plan to release the movie on disney plus until may the 4th not allowing us time to get yeah. our episode out. Exactly. It's like, hello, Disney, our podcast. I had to spend a whole $10 and buy the movie on Amazon so I could watch it in time for recording this. Rude. <laughs> I actually did a Star Wars marathon in December in preparation for watching it in theaters, but then I got sick and then I got poor. There's and... mosquitoes. <laughs> There's just going to be a random clap in the middle of that sentence because Asia can't resist the mosquitoes. I'm sorry. Do you want corona malaria? <laughs> that sounds bad. Can I ask a question? A little unorthodox, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I was curious what order you watched them in. If you did anything special or just release order? or I watched them, like, in order. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Just like that. I think it's interesting. It's like a different story that way. Instead of chronologically, you mean? Yeah, like order of release. It's kind of like a story about about Luke um, taking on taking down the Emperor and like growing up, and then we go back in time and see how the universe got that way, and then we go see the future. But when you watch them like from the beginning, it's a story about Darth Vader growing up, and then yeah, I see your point. I just really like being able to watch things in order i guess like uh as far as the actual universes like that's I why can't i talk i don't know about tawny but i'm just old enough to remember having seen four five six first and before the prequels came out um, so I got that experience. I don't know if you got that experience. I didn't. Not entirely. I got, I think I saw, like, parts of 4, 5, 6, but I definitely remember seeing episodes 1 through 3 in theaters. So your earliest memory is Phantom Menace. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, as a kid, it was pretty good, so. Anywho, um, we should probably get to our questions. I suppose we're going to start with Aston's question, since Aston is a... I don't even know. If he, is he a fan of the podcast or or he's is he like, like our nemesis? He's like a frenemis. Frenemy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. He's the frenemy of the pod. Aston asks just the one question. Why are you doing another Star Wars podcast? I don't know, Aston. I it's don't a, know. It's a tradition now and 
it might be the last one. Maybe if we make this one really good or really bad, <laughs> then it'll be the last one. <laughs> I think it's just because the last three years there's been new Star Wars movies out and shows like crazy mm-hmm. because Disney. So there's a lot of things, new things to talk about. Um, we're not like sitting here arguing about sh- movies that came out, you know, 20 years ago. We're talking about new stuff. And there's a lot of people who like Star Wars, and we're trying to have at least two listeners. So, anyway, that's why I asked in. My very first show of yours that I listened to was the first Star Wars one, so that's how you got me. So, I like them. Yeah, that's how we draw the suckers in, and then they (laughs) have to hear the rest of our boring episodes, hoping that there will be some bit of Star Wars. (laughs) I mean, we got a recent fan because of suggesting they watch the first Star Wars episode first. So our next questions are from Carrie's roommates. And the first one is, how right were your predictions about Rey? Let me tell you, I was the only person on the whole planet who was correct from the beginning. Not the very beginning, because in the beginning, I thought what everyone thought, which was that she was Luke's daughter or something weird like that. But later, when I was thinking about it and reading, like, weird nerdy articles, I was like, she is Palpatine's granddaughter. And here are my reasons. She's super powerful, and she has an English accent. And those are the only two reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Also, that it would, like, be just, ooh, cool. Like, one's Vader's grandson and the other's Palpatine's granddaughter. You know, that's, like, a cool thing it could be. Maybe too cool, so that's probably not it because it's too predictable. But that was my leading theory for a long time, and I was kind of vocal about it. I need to go back and find my internet evidence. I need to find my receipts. So, the answer to that question is 100%. Totally correct. Brandon? Yeah, I ended up, uh, I did the exact opposite. That was my first guess. (laughs) And then I, like an idiot, changed it. um, Because I was led (laughs) to believe that uh, she she was a nobody. Which I thought was better. But, you know, I'm wrong. Always. (laughs) I, I don't think I had any, honest, I don't, I just didn't theorize about it that much. I don't know why I just didn't feel like it, I guess. When they said she was a nobody, I was like, all right, am I I guess I'm supposed to accept this. But I really was not 100% sure. And I still liked my Palpatine theory, and I was secretly hoping that somehow I would be right. I didn't have an alternate theory, but I didn't believe that she was a nobody. I just felt like that was... Bad storytelling. Yeah, that would be really bad storytelling. Well, okay, so it would be more realistic storytelling, but it doesn't make sense to me in the form of this kind of story that follows such a classic story arc. Yeah. Know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Luke was supposed to be nobody, but then he was somebody, turns out. Yeah. And Anakin... Same thing? Well, we always knew he was somebody. (laughs) But he was born a nobody. Just... So, yeah, it follows He's born to nobody, but then they pretty quickly say, oh, but he's like a, a force baby, so that's kind of something. <laughs> <laughs> that's way worse storytelling. <laughs> there was no father. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, 
so the next question from Kiri's roommates. What is Yoda's race called? Yoda's. No. They're called Yoda's. Incorrect. Yoda's. His race Yoda's. is unknown. I spent way too long on, like, a Star Wars wiki. So, like, seconds. Way too long. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I actually read through some of it, and one thing that I found out that was weird was that he has an inconsistent number of toes in the different movies, which is just, like... Really? I think that's fine. I think that's fine. He's like a lizard amphibian, and you know that sometimes they lose limbs, and maybe they grow back and stuff. Well, the, th- the reason why it's more significant is a lot of people were trying to just give him a species or, like, some kind of name, some kind of classification, but be- then they were going to base it on his toes, but then his toes <laughs> were inconsistent. And that so is so they, stupid. They can't do it. <laughs> Base it on his ears. <laughs> Another thing that was not canon but has been said in a couple of different like movies or shows or something, uh, is that he's the same race as Santa Claus. I was gonna say elf. Base it on his ears. <laughs> a jolly old elf. Yeah. Well, have you seen the movie um, Gremlins? Because I'm pretty sure he's a mogwai that uh, they fed after midnight. Yeah, that he's movie the species. Me as a child. <laughs> you know, I think the species is called. 80s classic kiss something Latinist. <laughs> 80s classicus horror filmicus. <laughs> I don't know. 80s puppetus. But he doesn't really have a race, so. He's a Yoda. That's the sort of answer to that question. Um, our next our next question is a um opinion question, which I know we all have a lot of, but uh what is your favorite Star Wars music? Dun 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 but I think Lu- I think Leia's theme is underappreciated. It's pretty nice. It is very beautiful. I just really like bum 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 bum. Okay, it's criticizing my singing. Yeah, that was really bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> how about you, Brandon? All right. So my favorite is from episode. Five, when they're flying through the asteroid field and I can't do it with my <laughs> mouth but it, it's it's like whimsical and then also has like the imperial theme in it and there's this band called um, called the Galactic Empire and they're a metal band that only do Star Wars covers and they're amazing and maybe you can find a clip of that song to add but it's it's amazing yeah I have no idea what that sounds like I maybe um, I will send you one. <laughs> we'll link to that in the we'll link to that in the show notes, which is the fancy word I use for our our Patreon page. <laughs> cool beans. I look forward to hearing that. Um, our next question comes from Julie. She says, "Never seen it. What's it all about?" <laughs> Get out of here, Julie. Listen, I you think she's joking, but I recently talked to Julie 
about movies she's seen, and she really has not seen movies, Tawny. Like, movies that everybody's seen, she has not seen. So she might not be joking. <laughs> so, if you had to explain Star Wars to somebody like Julie who's never seen it, what would you say? Let's let Brandon start. Um, It's essentially about a space orphan who has daddy issues with... Uh, an asthmatic father with a lot of like prosthesis. <laughs> okay, Tawny, quick, what's your elevator pitch? My elevator pitch? Um, it's Child Dune. No! <laughs> That's a terrible <laughs> elevator pitch. <laughs> it's it's Dune for children. Yeah, uh, guys. <laughs> no. Um <laughs> I, <laughs> I've never seen Dune. I haven't seen Dune, uh, but I've read the book, and I'm excited for the new movie that's coming out. Um, But I think it was interesting that they brought up um, Poe being a spice runner in in episode 9. I was like, spice runner? This really is a Dune (laughs) ripoff. Anyway. I wouldn't know. <laughs> so years and years ago, I went to the bookstore and I was like, whoa, this Dune is so cheap. I'm going to buy this Dune book because I've never read it before. And then I got home and I was looking at it. I was like, wait a minute. I bought one of the sequels by his son. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Dune. <laughs> so I've still never read Dune. <laughs> it's really good. I think it's one of my favorite books. <laughs> Like, how did I buy a whole entire wrong book? I, uh, my friend was telling me to read it for years, and I t- kept putting it off, and then I finally, um, saw it in a store and was like, alright, now's the time. So I read it, and I'm just regretting not reading it sooner. Um, but this podcast episode is about Star Wars! Yeah, Star Wars. A space opera... <laughs> That follows the tale of a young man who thinks he's a nobody, but the ent- fate of the entire galaxy rests within his hands. And this galaxy is very far away or and her a long hands. time ago. Because it happens three times in a row. Yeah. But with different results. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Basically, if you're from the desert, really. you might be important. <laughs> yep. Okay, so... Um, desert planets feature heavily. Alright, we're gonna go... To Kiri's questions, I <laughs> we have so many different spellings of Ray. In these <laughs> okay, so did Rie. <laughs> um, she asks, should Ray count as a Skywalker? No, no, no. In her heart, shut up. <laughs> She's not married. Maybe well, she-, <laughs> she did kind of like take his hand, you know. She did take his life force, (laughs) so maybe that counts. Now they are one, (laughs) so maybe they are married. They were a dyad, and she. How long? How long did she train with Luke? Like a day and a half. Why not take like Leia's name, or, or maybe Solo, since like you know Han Solo was kind of a mentor when she first got off. I don't know. It's weird to me. I would just be um, Palpatine. Because <laughs> A, it's my, it's my real, yeah. A, it's my real name. B, it's my real name. C, yeah, I want people to be afraid of me. <laughs> D, it's my real name. And like, so my last name in real life is Sanchez. Does that mean I think everybody who's a Sanchez is great? 
No, it's just the name I was born with. I'm not going to change it to, like, who's someone good. I can't think of anybody who's good. Yeah, and I mean, it's not like <laughs> Skywalker was associated with good people the whole time either. <laughs> yeah, Anakin Skywalker. She named herself after Darth Vader. Why is no one talking about that? <laughs> yeah. I was pretty mad in the last scene when she's like, first of all, she looks away from that old lady for a thousand years while she decides what her new last name's going to be. And then she sees so Luke and Leia hanging out together for all eternity, apparently. Like, where's her son, who is also a Skywalker? I also thought Anakin should be there. And honestly, I kind of think Han should be there, but that would just be to satisfy one of my pet theories. But at least Ben should have been there. And probably Anakin. Yeah, there was all They're those... They're all Skywalkers. There was all those Jedis, like, talking to her while she was on the ground. And then afterwards, they all just dip out. And they're like, nope, all right, we're done. <laughs> Got what we needed. Why, why weren't any of the other Jedi there either? I want to know why that old lady was even walking by. <laughs> she was in the middle of nowhere. I thought that, oh, like, a long time since like been they here. were going to say who that was or something, or she was going to be somewhat significant. Even if it's the end of the movie, I was just like, oh, okay, I guess she's just a, a, a person to set up that line. I think she was just like, oh, it's been a long time since someone's been here, because she's been squatting there this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> A Skywalker, you say? Oof. Awkward. <laughs> um, Alright, so our next question from Kiri is, would you rather have seen Kylo Ren live? <sighs> I think it was kind of dramatic story-wise, but all, at the same time, it really just shuts the books on all the fan fiction, you know? <laughs> like, all the fan theories go right out the window. <laughs> So, like, you can't write spinoffs about their adventures as a as a fun group of four people, like, having space adventures. Mm-hmm. Five people. I forgot Chewbacca. Sorry. <laughs> Brandon, what is your opinion? Uh, although, I mean, he was my favorite part of these movies, um, like, my favorite character. I- I'm happy he died. Because it would have been so awkward if he <laughs> lived in any scenario. Like, imagine... Him, like, trying to roll around the galaxy with them, and you're like, yeah, you killed everyone. <laughs> That's I what I like. That's my jam. <laughs> <laughs> that's, ooh, yeah, that's the good stuff. Trying to rebuild your so, life while half the galaxy hates you. Although, it would have been funny to see, um, it would have been funny to watch Finn be clearly in love with Rey, but see her, like, stuck in this toxic relationship. Uh, that that would actually be kind of awkward, cringy, and funny. Yeah, good stuff. Um, okay, so I usually am a fan of when people die at the end. Like, <laughs> I, I I love like movies when they do that and they like kill a main character or something because I think that it does add that extra drama. But I was really mad. I wanted him to live. I was like all about the the two of them from the beginning. So, I'm just like, dang it! And, you know, Asia brings up a good point. I think that it kind of ruins things for um, spinoffs. And, um... So, Tony hadn't seen it yet, and so we watched it together. It was my second time seeing it. I hadn't seen it since the theater. And in the theater, when they kissed, I yelled. 
<laughs> but it was not a good yell. It was, I yelled, like, it was a Darth Vader, no! <laughs> Which was funny, because I had shipped to them for so long, and then when they actually kissed, I wanted to puke. <laughs> but then when we watched it a second time, I was like... For some reason, it coalesced more the second time. I was like, okay, okay. But maybe just because I saw it coming. But the first time I was like, are they gonna? No! <laughs> <laughs> you like, ruined everything for me. <laughs> uh, this question comes from Aramis. Sorry if I messed up your name. He asks, what race is Jar Jar? Gun Gun. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that off the top of my head. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> uh, I did not know that off the top of She's my head. She's a Jar Jar. I knew that, like, <laughs> I had known it in the past, but I didn't remember. Um, anyway, Brennan, would you like to um, ask our next question? Oh, yeah. How rude of us. <laughs> we did not let our guest answer any questions. Yes. I, mean, I mean, ask any questions. All right. Uh, sure. This next one comes from uh, Sam Barmettler. Is Star Wars Edge of the Empire the best tabletop RPG system ever created? Follow-up, if you can play as any non-human in Star Wars RPG, why is Jawa the only choice? Brandon, have you played this game? I have not played it myself, but I am aware of, oh, of it. We were really hoping that somebody had. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just like, why has this not come up? Because I'm in a Discord chat right now where we've been trying to decide like on an um an rpg to play online and like is this is this a thing that we could play that actually sounds fun i kind of want to do that um if so i don't know why we're not doing that we've been looking at all these other random ones or like different sci-fi ones Obviously, I'd want to play this. I haven't seen. I just didn't even know it existed. I haven't seen any tabletop RPGs that I'm interested in, and but this is this intrigues me. <laughs> yeah. Um. But since we haven't played it, I don't really know how to answer that follow up question. So we'll just say the answer to your question, Sam, is that you're correct, and we agree with you as far as we know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are some. There was like a Doctor Who one, and like what? A, I think there were possibly Star Trek. The one that we were, or I was leaning towards, was a cyberpunk type RPG. I want one that's just DS Star Trek DS9 navigating Quark's bar, and that's the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's where all the good stuff happens. Okay, our next question comes from Hannah. She asks, what were your favorite little aha reveal moments from episode 9? Well, I didn't come up with a theory or even hear your theory about um ray being palpatine's granddaughter spoil it for you well i mean i a lot of people theorize i liked the implication that finn is a little forcey he's a little bit forcey forcey. (laughs) yeah yeah it seems like a very slight implication also that that the stormtroopers who left might all be a little forcey because they (laughs) had that feeling I don't know. That awakening? They could have just been good people. Yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite aha moment, Brandon? I, uh, to be honest, I, I don't think I had one during the movie. Maybe <laughs> m- maybe when I saw uh, Carrie Rush- Russell's character, I was like, oh, that's who she is. <laughs> um, is that Felicity? Yes. 
okay. That's the only person, I, that's all I know her from. And I don't, I didn't even really watch that show. <laughs> I just remember her hair. <laughs> Which I couldn't see in the movie, so I didn't recognize her. <laughs> now, I will go uh, a little extra nerdy. I actually had a lot of aha moments from reading the novelization. Because there's just a lot of stuff that just wasn't explained in the movie. And I was like, oh, that's... Ooh, like what? I'm never going to read it. Uh, okay, so in the movie, they're like, yeah, there was this message that was sent from Palpatine. They don't ever tell you what it was in the movie, right? So, of course, they include that. Uh, you find out that um, Rey's dad is actually a clone of Palpatine. So she's not really his granddaughter. She's like halfway between his daughter and his niece or whatever. That was kind of interesting. Uh, you just find out a bunch of extra stuff. Oh, you find out that that creepy scene at the end where Lando is talking to the uh, the stormtrooper chick. And you're like, is he hitting yeah. on that super young girl? Well, uh -huh. you end up finding out that um, Lando was living <gasps> on that planet, uh, Pisana, for a long time because his daughter was taken. And he was just kind of, like, lost. And then at the end he meets the stormtrooper girl knowing that these people were taken as children. Now he doesn't know whether or not this is actually his daughter, but he realizes, you know, he has another purpose in this galaxy of let's help these lost children find where they're supposed to be. I thought that was really cool. Oh my goodness. You have no idea how funny this is to me because when we were watching the movie and I, we, I definitely thought he was hitting on her. No I question. Didn't. But I was like, ah, ha ha, what if that's his daughter or something? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was my immediate thought. I was like, I don't think that they would just like throw him hitting on some random girl like he in a movie. Funny. And it didn't seem like that to me. It seemed more like a, like if they continued the story, they would turn out to be father daughter. I don't know if I was completely convinced he was hitting on her, but I, I, it struck me as a possibility. <laughs> but that's interesting to know. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's why you should read the book. Did it ever explain exactly when Ray figured out that she could just pull out that little thing from the side of the knife? Because when that happened, I was like, <laughs> okay. She just yeah. knows that that will work. And they just landed on the right side of this whole structure, <laughs> so it lined up with the knife. I guess we'll just force explain that away. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not explained. Yeah, I that's think not that was like, probably the dumbest part of the movie. And she just happened to stand on the correct hill and looked at it at the right angle. Yeah. And this super raging ocean didn't displace any of the debris at all. And also... How do you know how deep inside of this thing it is, right? It points to a spot on the outside. That's like me pointing at a building and saying, oh, it's right there in that drawer. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it was like not, it was such a quick moment. And I, and I just remember being in the theaters like, oh, oh okay, that makes total sense. Everybody just knows exactly where to go. And it just seemed like they weren't really trying right then. <laughs> to make that make sense <laughs> and that was kind of the point where in so i don't know my opinion has kind of shifted the second time i watched it it coalesced and made sense more as a story but the first time i watched it even though i enjoyed the movie i thought this 
I'm having trouble following this. Like, the story structure kind of seemed all over the place to me. Like, it would jump from one thing to the next. And, like, on a second watch, I realized, okay, it kind of, it, it does make sense, but it was a little too much like they tried to pack too many things in so that there were some transitions that could have been a little more smooth that got lost. Do you think that, like, the switching of the directors had anything to do with that? Like, that it got messed up in the second movie, so they had to cram all of the answers into the, I mean, and backtrack things? (laughs) Probably. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, but they still had jumped around through, like, four or five different planets in the first ten minutes, and you're like, what is going on? Like, no one, no one's making you do that, right? That's not backtracking. (laughs) Yeah. It was almost like they were afraid to tell a story, so they would interrupt, like, any sort of character building with, like, oh, we'll just do a sweeping scene change and do more action. I don't know. Yeah, I was like, okay, we met this character, and now they're, they're gone forever. Okay, got it, got it. Um, and, like, you know, it was easier to follow when I watched it at home with subtitles on, but I shouldn't have to read the whole movie for it to make sense. <laughs> Oh, well, Brandon had to read more than the movie. Yeah, he had to read the book. Oh my goodness. There's actually one more really cool thing from reading it. Um, in the movie, right, you think that Chewbacca died and um, turns out he was on a different ship. And I was mad because I was like, she couldn't feel that he was still alive, right? Like, <laughs> if you can sense it. Yeah, what the heck? But. He must have zero force. <laughs> But they actually explain. So he gets taken on board the ship. And while he's on board and Kylo Ren comes back and they tell him, yeah, we have Chewbacca here. He actually talks to and interrogates Chewbacca. And like part of, you know, Chewie's getting emotional and stuff about it is how Ray found him the second time. But what's cool is he's like trying to rip the location that they were going to out of his mind. But all he kept seeing was Chewbacca's memories of Ben as a child, as Chewie teaching him how to shoot a gun for the first time, and as Chewie teaching him how to ride a speeder and all this stuff. And that was actually part of Kylo Ren's transition towards being a good guy again, is remembering all of this good stuff. Of course, that's glossed over in the movie, but I thought that was cool as well. Hmm. It is really cool. Yeah, that is cool. This is why books are good. Yeah. I remember seeing a comic somebody made that was like flashbacks to Chewbacca, you know, hanging out with Ben as a kid and doing stuff and their relationship. And I'm wondering now if that person read the read the book and then made comics about it. It's not a bad idea. It was Mm. cute and sad. (laughs) (laughs) Brandon Wong asks, the most recent episodes of Clone Wars are excellent Star Wars. Have you seen it? Brandon, I think I'm still in, like, season two of Clone Wars. Yeah, <laughs> so... I never finished the first season. <laughs> I keep meaning to, and then just not being in the mood, and then starting other shows, and then being like, oh, I need to watch Clone Wars. Yeah. Like, sometimes I wait years and years and years and years and years to watch a show, and then finally the day comes where I'm ready to binge watch it. <laughs> and uh, I'm afraid that's just the case here. <laughs> the thing is, I've been told several times that it gets better, like... It just keeps getting better or, you know, the first season is a little bit harder to get through. And I'm just like, but 
can it just be better now? Like, <laughs> I understand that it'll be better. And actually, I kind of like it already. It's just, I forget about it. I don't, I don't dislike it. I just, I don't know. Maybe Brandon just needs to send us daily reminders. My favorite. Have you watched Clone Wars today? <laughs> um, I'm assuming, though, you, Brandon, have watched all of Clone Wars. We trust you that it's good Star Wars. Well. We're sorry that we're slackers. This episode is airing on May 4th, uh, but it's not being taped on that day. So I am only up to um, May 1st, <laughs> meaning that there's only one more episode in the entire series, and that's going to air on, on May 4th. And these past... Just definitely getting spoilers. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it for you, but... He... Brandon is just, he's so right on this, because uh, the last few episodes <laughs> are just incredible. Um, yeah, it's it's good stuff. Well, I'll try to get around to it. Right now I'm powering through every single Star Trek that's ever been made. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were only supposed to watch the odd ones, and the even ones are terrible. Isn't that the rule? Um, that's patently false. <laughs> <laughs> Unless... Maybe I need to look back. No, no, it's not true. <laughs> okay, so next Brandon asks this question that is definitely for the other Brandon. Do you think Gideon killed Bo Katan to get the dark saber? Brandon, um please don't spoil the show for us. <laughs> I, I'm so mad about this. Why did we ask this question? <laughs> Uh, I mean, this this question is not going to spoil the show. Well, we okay. at least not the Mandalorian. <laughs> the last person to have it was Bo Katan, um, and you saw that in Star Wars Rebels, and she's played by Katie Sackhoff. But I hope she didn't die because she's actually like a really good age right now to reprise her role in the mandalorian i think that would be awesome so i hope not i don't think so that thing gets switched through people's hands all the time okay i don't remember who any of these people are <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> so i think i'm good <laughs> and i'm definitely not gonna remember this question <laughs> what do we think as, we'll listen to this podcast <laughs> basically as long as we keep it really specific it's not going to spoil anything for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Brandon also asks about the Star Wars RPG. Asking if we've played it. No. We sorry. Have not. <laughs> but he does say that it is glorious. So I think that Brandon is Brandon Wong is answering the, Sam's question. I think um, Brandon and Sam should be friends. I think that they should be <laughs> on this podcast instead of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay next just see, once a year normally we know a little bit more about what we're talking about yeah do we no <laughs> <laughs> just trying to make us feel better um would you like to ask his last question yeah he asks do you know where i can buy the new black series boba fett helmet they are sold out everywhere i go I'm going to go ahead and uh, say no after having done exactly zero research. <laughs> Same. Hey, we're all locked inside right now. Um, get creative and make it yourself. You know? Well, like, make it? Hasn't he already made a helmet before? Yeah, he's... 
Him and his brother have both made pretty good Brandon co- cosplays. Brandon Wong, make your own helmet. Spend your money more wisely. That's my <laughs> advice. <laughs> and you'll love it even more because you made it with your own hands. Take that other helmet you made and paint it black. (laughs) (laughs) Alternatively, you can go find that Mandalorian metalsmith lady and see if she can whip something up for you. So that's another option. Yeah. She's real, right? (laughs) Yeah. Of course. Where else would they get those outfits? I saw them with my own eyes. So Gabriel asks, why you hiding baby Yoda? My answer is that he's cute. <laughs> why Why would that be a reason to hide him? So people don't steal him. Because he's cute. Wouldn't you steal him? <laughs> no, I'd just be friends with him. Tawny, you come in my room every day stealing stuff. I know if I, I had Baby Yoda not. in here, you would have wake up and I'd be like, where's my Baby Yoda? Tawny! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How much of the Mandalorian, how far have you guys gotten? Oh, we've watched all of it. Okay, cool. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's only one season, so <laughs> pretty easy. <laughs> uh, what I think is cool is they say, like, he's been um, hidden for the past 50 years, right? He's still an infant. But if you do the math on it, 50 years ago would be, you know, during the Clone Wars. And potentially, he could have been, like, one of the Force-sensitive children on the list. Uh, so there's there's a, a game that just came out, and that's, that's part of it, where you're trying to unlock this list of Force-sensitive children. And I like to, in my own headcanon, uh, Baby Yoda was on that list, and that's why he had to be hidden away. And uh, he's still a baby, and he's still cute, which... It would probably be upsetting to be a baby for so long. That is a legit good answer to that question, <laughs> which was not asked seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you hiding Baby Yoda? Because he's a Force-sensitive child and he must be protected. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. That's why you're on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, would you like to ask the next question, Brandon? Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll try. It's an odd question, but <clears throat> here goes. <laughs> a penguin walks through that door right now wearing a sombrero what does he say and why is he here um he says this isn't the mexican penguin podcast (laughs) and he walks back out (laughs) wow that was horrible he says yo soy un penguino (laughs) (laughs) uno penguino is penguino a word what am i thinking of (laughs) Am I thinking of those things from that Orson Scott card book? <laughs> the pickies? The piquinos? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know either. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm just imagining like a, a Adventure Time situation with Ice King putting sombreros on his little penguins. Oh, you're right. Okay, this is what the penguin would say if he walked through the door. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right. So, I don't know. I think he walks in and says, uh, come with me if you want to live, because we're doing an all-penguin theme version of the Terminator, and it's going to be awesome. He's here to save us from the future. Okay, but if it was a penguin-themed Terminator 
he would say, Ice to meet you. <laughs> Everybody, chill. <laughs> Best movie ever. I'll be quack. <laughs> Dang it, I was trying to pick one. <laughs> All right, so our next question from, uh, I don't know, is this Anne in Red or an Anne in R3D? Red. Anon Red? Let's just say Anonymous. All right. Or we could just say Keenan. Uh, <laughs> I know who you are. He asks, do you think we'll see Jar Jar in future Star Wars content? And do you think he is still pulling the strings behind the Sith since he is a Sith Lord? See, okay, we've made it through this whole episode without bringing up MBTI. But I happen <laughs> to know for a fact that this person asking this question is an ITP, like moi. And the, this just really exemplifies what we have in common. Because I am a diehard Jar Jar Sith Lord believer. And I don't care what the evidence says because they're wrong, because... I read this article that was very convincing. <laughs> Everyone read that article, Asia. But also because it just makes Jar Jar so much better. And if it's true, then I would like to see him in future Star Wars content. And if it's not true, then he can just stay where he is. I don't think it's true, but I want it to be true. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's really what I meant. <laughs> um, yeah, Jar Jar is... He's dead. <laughs> 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 the real answer to this question but but the dark side allows certain abilities that some feel are unnatural <laughs> the content doesn't the content it's future star wars content not content of star wars in the future tony be, as you know star wars always comes out in chronological order <laughs> they could go back so to the future Darth Vader was dead. Palpatine was dead. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's not proving my point. Do, do you do do you want the the real answer to this question? <laughs> I guess. Is it fun? <laughs> it's it's sad actually. <laughs> okay, that's good. No, there's there's uh like a a short bit that's inside of the aftermath books that talks about Jar Jar, um, and it's like it's like it's. Uh, before the Force Awakens, before the trilogy, the newest trilogy, but essentially he's uh pretty much homeless and like tries to do funny things in front of this fountain and everyone hates him and he makes friends with a little boy with like a burn on on his face who has no friends and like it's just really it's just a really sad story of. Jar just like having no friends and no one likes him, and his only friend is this little burn victim boy. It's it's really. <laughs> is it? Oh, I'm sorry. Tawny and I just looked at each other at the same time with the same thought, which was, "Is this Albie, Albie the, the racist, racist dragon and the badly burnt Albanian boy? <laughs> Do they live on bubblegum pies? Did Jar Jar cry jelly bean tears?" <laughs> If you know, you know. <laughs> Albie, Albie, the racist dragon. <laughs> Pot six. All right, our next question. Do you think The Rise of Skywalker is the best Star Wars movie? If not, why are you wrong? <laughs> 
Let's let Brandon take the lead on this one. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I I I don't. It actually it ranks fairly low for me. It was a fun movie. Um, but it was popular, so I guess that's why I'm wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, it feels like it was kind of, it was written to be very fan servicey. So as long as the fans enjoyed it, then it's a good movie, and then that's why I'm wrong. That's how I felt about episode seven. I don't know. I think it's weird that the people I hear complaining the most about fan pandering are the fans. So <laughs> is it really fan pandering if it makes the fans mad? <laughs> um, I don't know. I was I had very mixed feelings when I left. There were parts of it that I was like, uh, yeah, like I could nitpick it. And there were parts I was like, but I had fun watching the movie. I, the people I was with were like, oh, I'm so mad. And I was like, all right, I don't need this negative emotion in my life. And I remember I went home and I instantly tweeted like, okay, can everybody just shut up about Star Wars? Like I hadn't even seen their opinions yet, but I just knew they were coming and I didn't <laughs> want to see it on my timeline. I'm like, how about we all agree not to talk about Star Wars anymore? Can we just do that? I'll just say this. It, it's not the worst Star Wars movie, but I don't think it's the best Star Wars movie. Um, <laughs> Return of the Jedi, I, but I—that makes me sound so basic when I say that. It's just true. It's not basic. <laughs> you just believe it, you know. I just think that there's a lot in Rise of Skywalker that it's not even that it's bad, like for a Star Wars movie, but it's just like, like we were talking about early earlier they rushed through or they did things that didn't make sense just so they could get to the bigger points in the plot faster you know which i think that that's just like not a great thing in any movie to do so you know what's really embarrassing this is an embarrassing true fact for many many years people would say return of the jedi is the best one obviously and i was like Okay, I guess unpopular opinion, but Empire Strikes Back is the best one. And so I think it was within the last year that I realized I was thinking of Return of the Jedi the whole time. I just had the names wrong. <laughs> and so Return of So Return of the Jedi is the best one in my opinion, and all this time I thought I had an unpopular opinion when in fact I have the opinion <laughs> that everyone else has. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> how, did, how was I that wrong? So when you explain that to people, do you tell them that you were wrong or that you were right the whole time? It, you know, I was both, right? Mm -hmm. I was right about the best one, but I was wrong about the title of the movie, which is just worse. <laughs> it would have been better if I really liked The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like it, but it's no Return of the Jedi. So we have one more question Yeah, from Keenan. Do you think the rise of Skywalker killed the Star Wars franchise, or was it just that awful kiss at the end? Okay, I'm confused. Does he think it was the best movie, or does he think <laughs> it was franchise murdering? As we've already talked about, he's an INTP. Oh, right, we don't have opinions. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> you like to, no, you like to argue your own opinions. Yeah, but I don't really believe them. I'm just trying to figure out what I believe by arguing. You don't do that? I think that he really does like the movie, but probably just didn't like that part. 
or thinks is aware that other people don't like the movie. Keenan, I need to know if in the theater you did a Darth Vader no when they kissed also. No! <laughs> because I certainly did. I'm not even sure it was a whisper yell. I think I might have just yelled. He probably did. Yeah. I just grunted so, in um... disapproval. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> nah, I was for it. Imagine I Darth feel like Vader that's doing an that. Unpopular Padme is dead. <laughs> Grunt of disapproval. <laughs> Maybe I mean it. Yeah, the kiss itself was was awkward and, and kind of weird and was just like, but but I did want them to be together. <laughs> I think part of it was just I got a little weirded out by the flirting starting in the second part of this trilogy because, um. I had, in addition to my Palpatine theory, I did, I was also playing with the theory that they were cousins. <laughs> and so when they started flirting, I was like, wait, in my brain, they've been cousins. I, uh, and so even though I knew they weren't at that point, then they kissed and I was like, ah, <laughs> but the theory is not fully dead in my mind. I just ignored that theory because I wanted them to be together. Gross. <laughs> I just, uh, I just felt it was awkward because he doesn't, after he turns good, he doesn't have a single word of dialogue in the whole rest of the movie. <laughs> he just, good boys don't talk. He just runs around <laughs> silently and then like bring, brings her back, holds her, just looks at her, kisses her and then dies. <laughs> yeah. I didn't die. No. Okay. So. That is bad. Maybe that's what bothers me. Like, is that there was no. It was so. It quick. wasn't like fulfilling enough for like the amount of time that he was good. Which is like, have you watched Heroes? Yeah. Brandon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, my favorite character from the beginning of that show was Siler, of course, and the most pure evil one. <laughs> but it's because I was like, I could just tell that they were gonna make him good, or that he had the potential to be potential to be good but also i just he was a cool character but they finally like make him good and then they canceled the show and i was just yeah so well they furious. lost so this is my problem with but also something i like about star trek ds9 sorry to switch franchises on you but they do that thing a few times where they take like the big bad villain who's been a villain for seasons and then they start to like they're like they tease you with a redemption arc like oh maybe they can be redeemed and become good but then they're even more evil (laughs) (laughs) and this happens multiple times you start to be like oh they're good oh no no they're killing everybody (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've seen i don't know i've seen that done and i'm not always like rooting for the bad guy to become the good guy or whatever but i just really in the Heroes universe show, whatever. I really liked Siler and I really wanted him to be good specifically because I was like, it's just, it's if not his fault. It's so not his I. fault. Like, he's not choosing to be this messed up. And I'm just like, ooh. Um, and I think that's kind of... So you have trouble trusting him as Spock later? Because you're like, I know who you are. I know what you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was extremely excited for him to be Spock. <laughs> I always have trouble trusting Spock. <laughs> that guy's a renegade. I remember when I found out he was going to be Spock in the new movies, and I just, like, lost my marbles. I was yeah. so excited. Similar to how we felt about Anton Yelkin 
Mm-hmm. We didn't know who that Chris Pine fellow was, though. Yeah. Didn't care. We're like, Chris who? Another Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Too many Chris's. Um, but I think, I think that that's kind of the same thing with Kylo. It's like he had two seconds to be good. <laughs> I mean, he had even less time than Siler. <laughs> yeah. And, and then he just dies for pretty much no reason. It was such a Shakespearean scene. Like, Romeo and Juliet. Like, resurrection. Ben. Kiss. Dies. <laughs> <laughs> I think, Disappears. Oh, you know what it makes, what it reminds me of, and why I think this is the main reason I hate it, actually, is it reminds me of Padme's death, where she just was too sad and died. <laughs> And the most infuriating thing. Okay, but I did read a theory that what actually happened is that Palpatine stole her life force to resuscitate Vader and then just told Vader that that's why she died. Did he tell him that? that I just think just it's a good theory. Sa- I, I really like that theory. It's it's just, uh, I, I, I have trouble believing that, that George Lucas thought that far ahead. I think he was just like, oh, no, it's just a lady character, so... She got really sad and then died. I don't care what George Lucas thought. We can retroactively (laughs) fix this. (laughs) Just like Jar Jar being a Sith. It's like like having a dream with a bad ending and you force yourself to go back to sleep so you can have a better ending. No, no, we can do better. (laughs) No, I just... uh, It was definitely laziness and that it just bothers me and I think that they were like, oh, we just, eh. I think most people are going to be mad if we don't kill Kylo Ren, so we're going to kill him, and I'm, yeah. Anyway. Well, I'm a little upset that he disappeared and didn't come back as a Force ghost, because, like, the only reason I can think that they did that is because maybe it would have been awkward for Rey to see the boyfriend that she just had for one second be there and be like, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Gonna see other people now. <laughs> Finn's kind of—he's got something to tell me, and uh... yeah, Finn's got something to tell me. <laughs> Although that part—that was confusing to me as well. Can, can you picture that scene from Ray's perspective? Like she just goes toe to toe with Palpatine, falls down, loses consciousness, wakes up, is getting kissed, and then he just dies and disappears. And she's like, "Wait, what?" Didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's gotta be like a meme. Like, a, it's just like the ultimate visual of a guy ghosting a girl after they make out. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, you love me? Disappears. <laughs> yeah, I'm really busy with this force stuff, so I, I gotta I gotta go. <laughs> it's like I'm not really looking to get tied down right now. Peace. <laughs> he didn't even die, he just learned how to teleport. <laughs> That's why he wasn't there at the end. New force trick. <laughs> he was just hiding behind her rock. <laughs> she go I was close. Phew. <laughs> Uh, oh, she's a bad kisser. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Brandon. We were so glad to have your expertise and actual knowledge of, beyond, well, actual knowledge beyond the basics <laughs> of Star Wars. 
it's good because we are two people doing an episode dedicated to Star Wars and we can't even remember the characters' names. So, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't even remember synonyms for the word good, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was fun. Thank you so much for having me on. And uh, this is my first time being on any podcast, so it was cool. I like it. Wow, you did a good job. I'm sure we'll have you on again. Yes, we'll talk about INTJ stuff. Yeah, INTJ stuff. I forgot you're an INTJ too. Maybe we can just have like our little Star Wars corner. Like, and now it's time for our Star Wars corner. And you review a book or something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we were supposed to do like a book of the month sort of thing. Oh yeah, we were going to do a book of the month club and then Tawny and I never read the book. So like, (laughs) well, I was waiting for you to read the book so I could have the book and you never read it. Mom put it in storage. Anyway. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening. If you would like to leave us a message or ask a question, we have several ways you can do that. You can call 1-330-886-CUBE, C-U-B-E, or 2823. That's what those letters stand for. Or you can email us at mostlyrationalpod at gmail.com. You can also ask questions through our website, mostlyrationalpodcast.com. And if you would like to support what we're doing here, you can head on over to patreon.com slash mostlyrational where you can hear our blooper reels and bonus episodes for as little as a dollar a month. And there's also some free bonus content over there, so check it out. If you'd like to stay up to date with what we're doing, you can follow us on Instagram at mostlyrationalpodcast or on Twitter at mostlyrational. And may May the the fourth fourth be be with you. you.